If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Games with Bill. I hope that you are having a fantastic day. This is episode 694. Can you guys believe that we've done this 694 times? I know it wasn't all Games with Bill. It used to be Nintendo Switchcraft, but 694 times that I sat down in order to talk about video games, and you guys just keep showing up. I really, really do appreciate it. Uh, first off, I want to thank the people who are here for the live stream. You guys are absolutely fantastic. There's a bunch of people who are here for the live stream, and if you're like, the live stream? What are you talking about, Bill? What what live stream? If you go to youtube.com slash nerdness and subscribe over there, uh, you can and turn on the notifications. You will get a notification whenever I go live or do something like that. Uh, and then you'll be able to hang out a little bit for the pre-show. And then we record, we talk about everything. I, I interact with chat and stuff. And then uh, at the end of the show, people hang around and we have a little bit of a post-show as well. And I've been thinking about maybe taking some of that and putting it in for the patrons uh, as like extra stuff. And I, I, I got to figure out a way to do that. I mean, it's an easy way to do that, but I want to figure out a, uh, a better way to do that. But that's not what you guys came here to talk about. You came here to talk about video games. So let's do that. And first, I want to pose a question to everybody who's watching live and everybody who's listening. Um, and I've already posed this question to our community members and the people who follow me on uh, Twitter, at RunJumpStomp. But my question was... Uh, what do you consider to be retro gaming? So we're, you know, we're always talking about retro games and, um, my, like, how do we define that? Like right now I know what I think of when I think of retro games, but I want to know what you all think of when you like, think about what is a retro game. And this came into my mind recently because I've been playing, and I'm going to talk about this on the upcoming episode of um, On Deck. I've been playing a lot of retro games on my Steam Deck lately and been having an absolute blast with that. But I was like, well, what, what do you guys consider to be retro? And I think different people have different definitions. So it, I'm not going to talk about it on this episode. I'm going to save that conversation for a future episode. Uh, but if you want to have your voice heard, I want you to tell me, uh, there's a uh, a link in the dis in the description of this video, which will take you to the show notes. And in the show notes, there's one of my tweets, and my tweet is question for an upcoming game of game or upcoming episode of Games with Bill. What do you consider to be retro gaming, and why? And if you're already a Discord member, then you can join the Discord and you can leave your answer in there. There's a thread there waiting for people to talk about that stuff. All right. Uh, let's move on to the first news story that I want to discuss today, and that is that Bungie, 
uh, Bungie, who is, by the way, now owned by Sony, they are suing a Destiny 2 player. Now, at first glance, I think that a lot of people would hear that and they would be like, whoa, 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 that's not cool. Clearly, they are the bad guys and shouldn't be doing that kind of thing. But let's see what this actual article says. Uh, This one comes to us from Game Industry. Dot biz Bungie sues Destiny 2 player for cheating and threatening employees online. The lawsuit filed last Friday accuses a streamer. I'm not going to say their name because I don't want to give them any uh, any extra like I don't know what the hell, hell word I'm trying to think of. I don't want to send anybody there. Um, accuses the streamer of routinely streaming Destiny 2 gameplay with cheats enabled. Something that has been he has been banned for multiple times. Uh, the suit alleges that they dodged the bans by creating 13 new accounts, and the creation of each separate account is counted as an individual breach of the LSLA, according the like the user agreement, essentially, according to Bungie. They've also been threatening employees at the studio. The studio makes reference to tweets posted by the defendant regarding his desire to burn down Bungie's office building. And uh, tweets that imply staff are not safe uh, to move into their neighborhood. Uh, So, listen, they're suing this guy for $150,000 in damages. And they also are asking the court to block um, uh, him from contacting or having any kind of uh, interaction with Bungie. And 99% of the time, when if, if... if I had heard that story and said, oh, big company sues like the little guy, I'm almost always going to be like on the side of the little guy. But this this person is clearly in the wrong here. Um, first off, cheating in video games, super lame, like ridiculously lame. Get a life. What's your problem? Uh, number two, if you break the rules and get banned and then you make another account and you keep doing that over and over... I'm sensing a pattern there, but then the, 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 the cherry on top, and I would not be okay with Bungie suing somebody for doing that. Like I would be, I would be like, then IP ban them or something. I don't know. There's gotta be a better solution than suing them. But because this person is threatening the people who work at Bungie, like that, that justifies the whole shebang for me. And I think that it's good that they are suing them. Uh, recently, like this really cool game, I've got it on my Nintendo Switch, and I'm hoping to pick it up on Steam at some point. Uh, Hypercharge Unboxed. Uh, they went through this whole thing very recently where they were getting a lot of hate and anger and resentment spewed towards them from the Xbox community. And I'm just here to say that there is no community that doesn't do this stuff, except for, of course, our community. You guys are awesome. Um, that's probably because I'm an old guy, and the people who are listening to this show are not as excitable as the people who are doing that kind of thing. Like, we're all pretty chill uh, individuals, I think. At least I would consider myself to be. Uh, a pretty relaxed guy when it comes to that kind of thing. And if something upsets me, I'm usually just like, ah, uh, I'm just going to look at something else. I'm going to play something else. I'm not going to get upset over a video game. So 
uh, obviously we're not the kind of people that would do this kind of thing, but I love that Bungie is suing this person and I hope that they get more than just $150,000 in damages. I hope that this person gets some severe punishment for what they're doing. And I hope that the tool bags that are, that have been harassing the people over at hypercharge unboxed get some serious, uh, uh, comeuppance for their harassment of people. And this is not just the gaming industry. Uh, it, you know, it's it's the movie industry as well. You, you know, I guarantee, uh, like, the Comic-Con just happened, and I've been watching movie trailers from Comic-Con, and I tell you what, D&D, Dungeons & Dragons, that movie looks fantastic. I'm excited for that. But I guarantee that there's going to be people who are going to harass the actors in the movie and the company uh, of that movie or whatever, uh, the production company for that movie, they're going to harass them because it doesn't follow strict adherence to some ridiculous thing that's in a book someplace. Like like the owl bear, the fact that the the druid can turn into an owl bear in the movie, and that's in the trailer, so that's not spoilery if if you ask me. Um, like there's going to be people who are like, well, that's not that that doesn't make any sense. You can't do that. And and to those people, I say, relax. Calm down. Everything's going to be okay. But those are the kind of people that are going to be uh, threatening the the people that are making this movie. Just the same way that we saw all of the harassment of the actress whose name I can't remember, uh, who is uh, one of the bad guys in the, the Obi-Wan Kenobi TV show. Not cool. And I know that you guys wouldn't do that stuff. But not cool. Jem in chat says, there's bears. I, I, let me make sure that I preface this. Owl bears. There's owl bears in that movie, Jem. Owl bears. Um, all right. Let's go ahead and move on to probably the the bigger topic for today. Uh, and my button isn't working. Why isn't that button working? <laughs> okay, that was weird that the button didn't work. Uh, Discord. This is very... Uh, listen, as somebody who has an Xbox and a PlayStation and a PC and a Nintendo Switch and a Steam Deck, um, I have friends on all of the different platforms. And I love the idea, and I've said this on the show many a time, I love the idea of Discord becoming the one-stop shop where you can go to talk to your gaming community, which by the way, if you have not joined our community discord, there is a link in the, um, in the show notes. So make sure that you head down uh, into the show notes and uh, check out the, the discord. There's, I don't know, close to 2000 people waiting to talk to you about video games and movies and stuff like that. And they're awesome people because anytime that anybody's a jerk, we kick them out. <laughs> um, but discord uh, I've been saying this for a long time, that it should be the way that that all of the consoles allow people to talk to each other, especially because we've got a lot of games out there that are multi-platform games and that they do have cross-play in a lot of these games. And it would be awesome if there was an easy way to talk to each other. And it just so happens that there is going to be an easy way for us to talk to each other. If you're on PC and you're on Xbox, 
because Xbox sent out this tweet back on July 20th, three days ago. Uh, I believe that was the day that the previous episode came out. Uh, They said, your Discord and Xbox are about to become a lot closer. Check out the Discord voice update coming soon to your Xbox. And basically, you're going to be able to hit a button on your your Xbox controller, and it's going to open up Discord chat, and you can join, say, like the NerdNest server and hop into one of our voice chat channels and be able to talk to each other straight from the interface without having to do anything else. And I'm so excited about this. I went out because the headphones that I'm wearing right now, for those of you who are just listening to the show, you can't see them, but they are the Audio-Technica M, no, eight, I'm sorry, let's try that again. Audio-Technica ATH M50X headphones. They are really, really good studio quality uh, basically they're studio monitors. And the reason that I wear these is because I do a lot of video and audio editing. Man, they are so comfortable. And um, they don't have a microphone, which means I can't hook these up to my Xbox controller and talk to somebody. I can do that with my PlayStation controller because the PlayStation has a built-in microphone. I can do that with my Steam Deck because the Steam Deck has a built-in microphone. I hook these up to my PC when I'm playing because, as a podcaster, I have a nice microphone at my computer. On my Xbox, because the Xbox um, controller doesn't have a built-in microphone, I couldn't use these. But now that we're going to be able to use Discord on Xbox more often, or now that we're going to be able to use Xbox on Discord, I went out and I bought, and I'm going to talk about this when it arrives because it's supposed to arrive sometime this week, but it's a little microphone uh, that hooks up to your Xbox controller and then you plug your headphones into it. And I picked one of those up and I will talk about it on a future episode of the show and give you my thoughts on, you know, how it is and, and whether or not it's good or not. Uh, but I'm very excited for this. All you're going to have to do once it, once this feature comes out is link your discord account to your Xbox and then you're going to go into party and chat. You're going to try Discord voice on Xbox, and they're going to show you a QR code. Uh, you then scan the QR code, and it will basically link your accounts, and then you're going to be all set. Uh, I think that this is awesome. I cannot wait to, uh, to to try this out. Now, if you are an Xbox insider, uh, you can download the Xbox Insider Hub, which is a separate um, app on your Xbox, and then you can see which level you are. Like I'm on level one or something, which is really, really low because I never bother with that stuff. And so I don't have access to Discord on Xbox yet. Uh, basically, the way that Microsoft does their Xbox style beta testing is the people who use the Xbox Insider Hub the most, they go through and they get access to these kind of features early. And then uh, because they're high level on the Xbox Insider thing, whatever that's called. Uh, and then then after, you know, level seven, people get it for a while. Then level six, people get it for a while. Then level five. And they keep broadening the scope of the number of people who can use the feature until they're like, all right, we've got really good data. It's not going to break anything. Let's go ahead and put it out there and everything will be fine. And I think that that is uh, really fantastic. A happy cloud gamer uh, in chat says... Would be great to have Discord across platforms. I hope xCloud will get Discord. Ooh, that's a really good... I wonder if xCloud will also have access to Discord. I would... 
mm, I've used xCloud quite a bit, but I don't know that I've ever brought up like Xbox menus when using um, when using Xbox or Xbox Cloud Gaming. That's a very interesting question that it had not occurred to me. Uh, Scum Crypto says Microsoft should just buy Discord. I disagree. I don't think that that's the way to go. I think it's it's. I think what Discord should do is they should say we are offering this service. It is free to anybody that wants to use it, and then that's going to increase their user base. So they are getting something out of that, and then Microsoft and PlayStation and Sony and uh, uh, the Sony and PlayStation and Nintendo. Uh, and, you know, Stadia and all of these other ones can use that free service in order to have cross-platform uh, voice uh, voice chat, and it would be better. Having one company buy it, I think, would be a huge mistake. Now, I asked chat a question at the beginning of the live stream. This is about 22 minutes ago, by the way. And so far, 66, I, I, well, I guess I should say what the question was. I, I said, do you think PlayStation will also get Discord integration? And 66% of chat said, I'm sorry, 67% because it just changed, uh, said yes, and 33% said no. Now, uh, here's some information that those folks may not have had at the time that they voted uh, in that poll. And that's the fact that PlayStation invested in Discord last year. I believe that PlayStation will also get access to Discord in the same way that Microsoft will. Now, will Nintendo? And I'm going to say absolutely 100% no. Nintendo will not be part of this even a little. They are not interested in that. And honestly, if you want to use Discord, it would be no different than the way that you currently use Nintendo Switch Online's <laughs> voice chat app, which is a ridiculous thing. Uh, anyway, uh, so Discord and Xbox, I think that the, that combination of things is very, very cool. Uh, Max Maloney in chat says Microsoft already tried to buy Discord and Discord declined. So that seems off the table. And thank goodness for that. Uh, anyway, I really hope that Discord becomes the glue that uh, that pushes people or these corporations toward cross-platform uh, multiplayer stuff because it just makes everything better. All right, let's move on and talk about something else. Hey, listen. And that something else is uh, Square Enix. And I'm a big fan of Square Enix. They make a lot of really cool games. Uh, but man, they have had what I would say, what I would consider to be a hot take when it comes to uh, NFTs. If you don't know what NFTs are, what rock have you been living under? But I'm going to go ahead and explain it for you in the simplest possible terms. Okay, so uh, here in my hand, I have an object. And there is only one of this said object. It's in my hand, so therefore it's not in your hand, okay? And NFTs are a way to use the blockchain, which is essentially, you know, the same stuff that does crypto and all that nonsense, which is bad for the environment, okay? And I don't don't at me about it being good for the environment or whatever. I don't want to hear it. It's there's no good reason for it. Let's move on from that in my opinion. And it's my show so I can have my opinion. Um but here I've got an object in my hand, and it can't be in your hand because it's in my hand. And if you take it, then you have it, and I no longer have it. 
NFTs are a way for you to duplicate that scarcity for a digital item. Now, I've said on the show many times that I don't see any good that can come from NFTs because it it's creating artificial scarcity, which is unnecessary. It's like it's like saying that something that I have only has value to me if you can't also have it. And I think that that's just a uh, immature way of looking at ownership of stuff. Now, you can feel free to disagree with me, and that's perfectly fine. Um, I've already made up my mind about this, and that's just the way it's going to be. Uh, so Square... A lot of companies have tried to like bring NFTs to gaming, and every single time the gaming company rises up and is like, "Get out of here with that nonsense! Just make video games and stop it." Um, but for some reason, a lot of these companies see NFTs as a way for them to make money because they're like, "Hey, I can sell you a digital thing, and you're going to pay for it because." It will have value to you because then Bill can't have it because only you can have this one thing and it's verifiable. And Square Enix, uh, according to PCInvasion.com, Square Enix, uh, they just announced a Cloud Strife figure that doubles as an NFT. Here's what they had to say. It looks like Square Enix is following through on its plans to embrace NFTs. The company is partnering with Engine to produce NFTs tied to Final Fantasy VII for its 25th anniversary. NFTs, uh, and then they go on to explain all the reasons why NFTs are terrible, and I agree with that stuff. Um, <laughs> the thing is, is I'm okay with them making a physical, that's the wrong button. I'm okay with them making a, a physical item. Like I've got in my hands an amiibo, a, a cloud amiibo, and I can't get it to focus. There we go. Uh, we've got a cloud amiibo right here. It looks really cool. It's in my hands. And I think that this is fantastic. And selling people a statue, I'm all for that. Selling people a digital thing that then, in order to verify that that person owns that digital thing, you have to have like computers running and calculating stuff and cross-checking this stuff. I think, in my opinion is bad. I think that is a bad thing because it is going to pump extra carbon dioxide into the atmosphere that does not need to be pumped into the atmosphere. And there's nothing good that comes from it. Now, I will change my tune on NFTs if somebody can show me a way that it can be used that will actually have a an actual benefit that isn't just some smarmy money-making scheme. And that's how I feel about it. Um, Happy Cloud Gamer. Oh, no, no. That's a different topic. Um, uh, Happy Cloud Gamer says the entire NFT market cap has dropped from a high of $23 billion to around $10 billion, losing over half its value. Might not be the future overall. I think they meant to say after all. Uh, Scum Crypto says I have a lot to say uh, about NFTs. And I'm sure that you do. And I'm sure that you disagree with me because your name is Crypto. I'm not interested because I don't think, in my opinion, nobody has shown me a way that this benefits anybody other than people who are just trying to make money. So I think it's bad. 
Uh, in my opinion, that it's my show, so that's why you tune in because it's my opinion. Anyway, speaking of NFTs, you know it's not all bad news. Microsoft, or not Microsoft, Minecraft is completely rejecting NFTs. Here's what they had to say. Each of these, uh, uh, so basically they said no place in its future for Minecraft. Uh, This is from uh, Minecraft.net. Each of these uses NFTs and other blockchain technologies, creates digital ownership based on scarcity and exclusion. That's exactly what I just said. Scarcity and artificial scarcity and excluding people from having something. Okay. This does not align with Microsoft. I'm sorry. I keep saying Microsoft. I mean to say Minecraft. This does not align with Minecraft values of creative inclusion and playing together. NFTs are not inclusive of all our community and have create and create a scenario of the haves and the have nots. The speculative pricing and investment mentality around NFTs takes the focus away from playing the game and encourages profiteering, which we think is inconsistent with the long-term joy and success of our players. This is exactly the point that I wanted to make, and they're making it so much better than I did. Uh, probably because they're not just sitting here talking and they like wrote out what they were thinking and edited it and made it better and probably had somebody else look at it. So Minecraft, way to go. That's exactly the same thing that I, that <laughs> not inclusive. That's what NFTs are They're They separate people groups into haves and have nots. And that is never a good thing. It's never a good thing. Anyway, uh, Epic, however, Epic Games, they said that they will not ban NFTs. They encourage customers to make their own decisions. Here's what Tim Sweeney had to say. He said, developers should be free to decide how to build their games, and you are free to decide whether to play them. I believe stores and operating system makers shouldn't interfere with forcing their views onto others. We definitely won't. Okay, and I I totally understand that. And when you're talking about, when you're talking about, a platform holder. I think that platform holders who that they are the people who are in charge of a platform. They have the right to decide what games do and don't go on to their, their platform uh, because they could have a game show up on their platform that makes their platform look bad. And so they can decide whether or not to have a game on their platform, just on the fact that I don't want this, this is going to make my platform look bad, so I'm going to say no to it. Now, when it comes to PC games, I mean, Epic not banning NFTs doesn't really do anything because you can always just install games. Like, um, a company could just sell you the game themselves and bypass the Epic Game Store. Um, I think that Valve said no to NFTs and basically for the same reasons because it's really more about cash grab nonsense than anything else. And I, I do think that that's uh, a boy. I don't know how I feel about Epic games, not banning it when steam does ban it. I don't know that that has any effect at all because it's the PC. You can just install whatever you want. Um, Happy cloud gamer says Minecraft is used in learning slash schools. NFTs would be bad. Um, crypto says NFTs, as most see it, is incorrect. They will be seen as licenses, certifications, and other accommodations, not uh, BS art. And I, I understand what you're saying, but 
the way that gaming companies are using NFTs is to create artificial scarce, uh, I'm sorry, artificial scarcity and separate groups into you can have this and you can't have this. And that makes an, it, it excludes people and gaming should be all about including people. Now, can somebody find a good way to utilize NFTs in order for something that's not just as cash grab? I don't know. Maybe, but I doubt it. Uh, I, I just saw a tweet this morning from Blockbuster. Yeah, that Blockbuster, you know, the video store rental chain where I had a lot of good memories going to Blockbuster, looking through the videos, finding something to watch, renting it, taking it home and watching it. I remember one time my friend and I, we went to our local Blockbuster. We rented um, the first disc of season one or not the, the, the first. Yeah, that was the first disc of season one of 24 and um, I think it was four, three episodes were on that desk. And we sat down, we watched it. We watched all three episodes. After the third episode was over, I looked at my friend and I said, hey, do you want to go and get the rest of the season? He was like, yes. And so we got in the car. We returned that, that DVD. We got the rest of the season. We brought it home. Uh, and then we watched the whole season in one weekend. It was awesome. It's a really good show. 20, 24 is a fantastic show. Um. So I had a lot, I have a lot of good memories from Blockbuster, but I saw like Blockbuster was like, they tweeted some weird thing about, Hey, we're back from the dead. And all I can see is that somebody is using the Blockbuster name. This is my prediction for some kind of NFT. And the only way that I can see that working is if they can somehow rent movies cheaper because they have a limited number of movies available for you to rent. You know what I mean? So for instance, you know, they have 10 copies of, I don't know, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Okay. They have, they have 10 copies of that. So they can only rent out 10 of those. And maybe because they only have 10 copies and that makes, a, you know, it more like an actual physical rental store. Maybe they can be cheaper than renting a movie for $7 or, or $6. I think it usually is. Anyway, uh, NFTs aside, uh, you got, you guys are all welcome to have your opinion uh, the way that you want it. I think NFTs are bad, and I think NFTs in video games are like the pinnacle of bad when it comes to NFTs and uh, blockchain and that kind of stuff. Athen Immortal in chat says, Tim Sweetie is just a bit contrarian. He says, I believe stores and operating system makers shouldn't interfere by forcing their views onto others while censoring certain games from appearing on his. And okay, maybe he is being contrarian. I don't know what games he didn't want on his platform. But again, as as somebody who who runs a, a community, like our community Discord, I moderate that very heavily. I don't let people post whatever they want on my Discord. And the reason that I don't let people post whatever they want on Discord is because I, I don't want somebody to feel like, man, I can't be a part of that community because they're posting this awful stuff. So... We we are very, very hardcore on the moderation of the Discord community. And that's the way that they want to be, and that's perfectly fine with me. Anyway, moving on, I've got one more hot take for you that I think a lot of people are, are going to be unhappy with. Here we go. Have you played Atari today? So I tweeted this out uh, yesterday. Uh, I've seen a lot of hate 
going towards uh, Last of Us Part 1. It's got this remake coming out for the PS5 edition or whatever. I don't remember what it's called. It doesn't matter. Uh, but there's a lot of people out there who uh, there was some leaked footage. And the leaked footage showed that the gameplay elements weren't really updated. It was just like graphical updates. And a lot of people were very, very angry about that. And I, I think that there's a lot of people out there that think that they have to buy every single thing that they like. So, for instance, um, I like the Marvel movies. I know that they're not like the greatest movies on the planet, but they're fun and enjoyable and I like them. But I just saw a trailer for I Am Groot, which is like this Disney Plus like shorts thing that they've got starring Groot. And it did not appeal to me. I am uninterested in it. And guess what? I don't have to watch it. Um, somebody said this uh, that I really liked. It's like a, a restaurant. You know, video games are like a restaurant. You don't have to eat everything at the restaurant. You can say, I'm going to have the fries. I'm going to pass on the onion rings today. And I guarantee there's going to be people who are like, Bill, onion rings are superior to French fries. I, okay, it's just a, it's just an example. Okay, um, but you don't have to buy everything. We saw this a lot when the Nintendo Switch came out. And Nintendo, knowing that a lot of people did not play uh, Game X on the Wii U, because the Wii U was, in my opinion, a extremely failed platform, um, they would bring out these games at full price on the Nintendo Switch, and they were games that were already on the Wii U. And people are like, I already paid for this game. Why is Nintendo expecting me to pay for it again? The game isn't for you. It's for the people who haven't already paid for and played this game. You don't have to own everything. And I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, I see a lot of people who are extremely irritated with... Um, with Sony and is it Naughty Dog? Is it Naughty Dog? Let me know in chat if it's Naughty Dog. I think it's Naughty Dog. Um, they're all mad at this company because they're bringing back The Last of Us Part 1. And they're saying $70 is just a cash grab. Okay. Uh, thank you. Gem is, is in chat is, is clarifying it is Naughty Dog. Like they're saying it's just a cash grab. And I can understand why you might say that. But I just want to I want people to consider this that perhaps this game isn't for you. Perhaps, just maybe, this game is for me. I didn't play The Last of Us Part 1. I didn't play The Last of Us Part 2. I did not pick up the PS4 remaster of The Last of Us Part 1. And now I have a PlayStation 5. And I've heard nothing but wonderful things about The Last of Us. And I want to play that game. And they're like, well, Bill, then just play the PS4 version because this one isn't isn't any better. Well, this one has prettier graphics, and I think that that is appealing to me. And if you've listened to my content for any length of time, you know that I'm not a graphics snob, okay? And somebody might be like, well, but the multiplayer, they took out the multiplayer. I don't care about the multiplayer. This game is clearly not for you. This game is for me. I'm the one that they had in mind when they decided... To make this game. This is a game for people who missed out on it the first time around. And 
you have the choice to not buy it. And the thing that I think a lot of people, they fall into this trap that they feel like they have to buy everything. Like, well, I've got this platform. And if a game comes out for it, I've got to, I, I have to check it out because I have, they have the FOMO. You know what I mean? They, they have the fear of missing out. But you don't have to play everything. There's so many games now, you cannot possibly play every single game. It would be an impossible thing to do. Um, Jem in chat says, I am excited for part one. As somebody who loved the original, it's a masterpiece. I'm just going to wait for a good sale for the remake. And that's a, that's a perfectly valid, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Opinion as well. Um, Happy Cloud Gamer says, agree, Bill. The Last of Us is great. Uh, Jem says, it's like buying part one remake and complaining it's the same story as the original. Well, yeah, I, I think that uh, what people are complaining about more is that they're not changing enough and all that they're really updating is the graphics. And they're like, if you expect me to spend $70 again, then you need to do more to earn that money. And that is, of course, a perfectly valid thing to say. But you don't have to complain about it. You could you could just not play it. And Smasher UGS in chat says, isn't it that it's remade twice in less than 10 years? And I, I can see that as well. But as somebody who did not play the, the, the original and I didn't play the update, I'm happy that they're remaking it because I get to spend the, the $70 on this game and experience it for the first time. And it's going to look prettier than the other times. And I think that that's compelling. If each person feels the need to buy the same things over and over and over again, listen, we've got so many games. Play something else. It's okay. Um, let's see. Yeah, Foso and Elsa says, uh, same with, whoops, scrolling by too fast, same with Nintendo and uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe did remove some glitches, so it's a modified different version. Uh, we got two items. Um, Jem says the PS4 version is a remaster. The PS5 PC version is a remake from scratch using source files than the original. Uh, yes, I all all 100% true. Uh, press start once, and this will be the last comment that I include. Uh, says, I think they could go a long ways to say if you own either of the previous versions digitally, you can get this one for $20. That would pretty much solve the issue. And yeah, I understand that. But I also understand why they didn't. And they could just say, hey... If you don't want to buy it, then don't buy it. And, you you know, threatening or, or shouting at the rooftops is just a giant waste of your time. Uh, anyway, uh, that's it for today's episode of Games with Bill. Thank you guys for hanging out with me. There's like 63 of you here in the live chat. And I didn't even tell anybody that I was doing this. Uh, so if you're, if you're listening to this and you're like, I want to come to the live shows, make sure you head on over to youtube.com slash nerdnest and subscribe over there. Turn on the bell so that when I do go live, you get notifications. And uh, Patreon, if uh, you're if you're listening to this and you're like, I, I don't like the ads, head on over to patreon.com slash runjumpstomp and you can get an episode uh, without any ads in it at all. Thanks for hanging out with me, everybody, and I will see you all next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>